0: Mandechav Gimel Kislev Tafshin Ayin Hey, we're coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network.
1: Tima, na ni mal, va a
0: Toledano with that classic, and that's going out to uh they know you know who you are, you horror lovers, you. My name is Mayor Wanga, and welcome in to the Israel show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are here live, absolutely positively live, every Monday immediately following JM and D A. M. nine AM Eastern, four PM Israel time. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day, of course, available on demand by the Nachum Siegel website, com or the great Nachum Siegel app, which is available for free, both on iPhone and Android platforms. Well, there is so much news today. Oh my gosh, I don't know where to begin. Well, let's begin in Sydney. As we speak, there is a standoff in Sydney, Australia, between an Islamic terrorist and Australian police, the uh, terrorist is holding numerous hostages, and this standoff has been going on, excuse me, for, um, it seems over 12 hours now, that's what they say. So, this morning, as we in the United States woke up, it was, of course, already a prominent news story. It was the leading item and was discussed by all the news outlets. And it hit me. The political correctness was just beyond comprehension, I tell you. I'm going to bring you some examples, okay? CNN, the first group of tzaddikim, CNN on their website says, quote, a gunman, a gunman holding hostages in a Sydney cafe, is said to be demanding an ISIS flag and a phone call with Australian Prime Minister Tony Abbott. Okay, he's a gunman. He's not a terrorist. He's not an Islamic terrorist, but he wants an ISIS flag. Oh, wow. Well, I wonder where he... May, maybe he's from Montana. Maybe he's a New England Patriots fan who likes that flag. Later in the article, there are chilling images from local media showed people believed to be hostages with their hands pressed against the glass of the Lindt Chocolate Cafe in Sydney's Central Business District. Did you hear that? People believed to be hostages with their hands pressed against the glass. What does that mean, believed to be hostages? What exactly were the other choices of the people whose hands are up against the glass in the cafe and, and, and a gunman behind them. It, it's, it's beyond comprehension. And then CNN continues, footage, yeah, video footage, showed them, the those who were believed to be hostages, yes, showed them holding up a black flag with Arabic writing on it, that reads, quote, There is no God but God, and Mohammed is the prophet of God. That flag, continues CNN, that flag was different from the one used by the terrorist group ISIS. They Like, either they are totally missing the story, in which case they should all resign and hire proper journalists... Or, the second option, which is really what's happening, the political correctness that they are practicing in order not to just openly say a radical Islamic terrorist is holding hostages in Australia. He had the hostages hold up a flag... Not with Arabic writing. Yes, it is Arabic writing. But that makes it very neutral. The flag, what's written on the flag, is a core tenet of the Muslim religion. We'll discuss it later. Lahavdil. It's is as, as if, in Judaism, it's like, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Right? A core tenet of belief. Lahavdil. The flag, but they, they made a point, CNN does, of saying, no, no, that's not the ISIS flag. That's just a black flag with Arabic writing on it that says there is God, no God but God. What, what is that? Uh, what? There is no God but God? CNN, really? That's the way you translate that? Do you think you, somebody could go onto Wikipedia maybe and look it up? I know Wikipedia's not a great source, but still. What does the flag say? Allah is God. There is no God but Allah. And Muhammad is the prophet of Allah. That's what the flag says. <sighs> Buried halfway into that article on CNN, by the way. Quote, The writing on the flag in the window, which was, I'm just reminding you, held up by people who were believed to be hostages, stoked fears... That the crisis in Sydney could be linked to Islamic extremists. Oh my gosh, who would have, who could have possibly imagined that? Australia, which is part of the international coalition fighting ISIS in the Middle East, said in September that it had foiled a plot by Islamic militants, militants, not terrorists, to carry out a public execution. That's CNN. WNBC, this morning, in New York, the the New um, York-owned station of the NBC network, the news report, which opened with this, didn't mention Islamic terror in the entire report. didn't utter the word Islam or Muslim at any point in the entire report. Toward the end of the report, the WNBC New York reporter says... Quote, quote, at one point, they held up a flag with Arabic writing. That's it. Islamic? No, we don't mention Islam. No. And CNBC has uh, a very little watched, but highly regarded, in general, CNBC is little watched. Thank God but a highly regarded show morning show in the inner circles in Washington this is a very highly regarded show it starring um Joe Scarborough who is uh was more right wing he's adjusted himself to fit to uh, CNBC I'm sorry MSNBC I said CNBC MSNBC uh Joe Scarborough who was a congressman from Florida a Republican congressman and his partner is Mika Brzezinski yes the daughter of Zbigniew Brzezinski, who you might remember was national security advisor during the Carter administration, who many, many consider an enemy of the state of Israel, that the father, and, and his daughter <clears throat> doesn't hide her feelings of disdain. Anyway, Mika Brzezinski, who is very knowledgeable, reports, quote, two people being forced to apparently by the hostage-taker, we don't know for sure, to put a black flag up in the window with the Shahada, the Islamic Declaration of Faith, which she does quote properly, that Allah is God, God is Allah, and Muhammad is his messenger. And then she says, what we heard so far is that he's asking for a meeting with the Prime Minister. I think she conveniently forgot about the fact that he asked for an ISIS flag. But let, let's go back for a second. Two people being forced, apparently, by the hostage taker, we don't know for sure, to put up the black flag. Do you think, Mika Brzezinski, that cafe workers in the Australian city of Sydney happen to have a black flag with an Islamic tenant called Shahada, maybe together with... um, the hot cups, or the skim milk, and and when this person walked in, they just pulled it out and held it up to the window. Of course, they were forced by the terrorist, not the hostage taker. What do you? We don't know for sure. Oh my gosh. The bottom line, the media, in the United States, in Europe, for sure. Spend so much time being politically correct, not to, God forbid, make it clear, that this is Islamic fundamentalism. Whether he be a lone gunman or not, it doesn't make a difference. They talk around and around and around and use euphemisms and euphemisms, all to avoid stating the obvious. Let me give you some contrast. And use this as a recommendation of what news to watch if you if you watch news, or go to their website. Fox News website. Okay, listen to the difference. Quote from Fox News. A suspected jihadist's standoff inside a Sydney cafe. Yes, Fox News, good for you. Yes, the suspected jihadists. Is that not clear by now? Entered its 12th hour with as many as 15 people still held inside as police and news crews Surround the shop, watching the frightened hostages through the front window. Television footage shot through the Lindt Chocolate Cafe's window showed several people with their arms in the air and hands pressed against the glass and two people holding up a black flag associated with Islamic fanaticism. Yes! Okay, there you go. There's a news organization... That's not afraid to state the obvious. Bravo, Fox News. Boo. Embarrassment to CNN, to MSNBC, to WNBC New York, and everybody else. And I'm sure the same story, I'm sure, was played out and continues to be played out on every other news outlet. You take a look. You look carefully at the reporting and see if I'm right. And see how many... Of the major media, mainstream media outlets will report that they will call this guy a jihadist or even use the word terrorist, will say that the flag was an Islamic flag. At least we have to know who the enemy is. There is an enemy. Radical Islam, but Lahavdil on a very different level obviously unfortunately we have an enemy in the media in the mainstream media and we got to really start working at it and there is a uh, somewhat of a personal aspect to this Gadi elbaz who we featured on the show many times, a wonderful young singer from Israel, is doing a uh, tour of uh, Australia, Singapore, Bangkok, and so forth. He was in that coffee house for an hour and a half with a, a group of other people and left it minutes, literally minutes, before the terrorist walked in. And he posted on his Facebook page, Kimat, the, the worst that almost happened. Nes, Nes Nes Chanukah in Sydney. A great Hanukkah miracle happened to us in Sydney. And uh, he explains what happened. And so to wrap up this segment on the Israel show, we're gonna play for you a new song from God El Baz, and the words are perfect. Modani Shechazartabi, Nishmati words that we say every morning when we are given our life back, and in some form, Gadi Elbaz got his life back, if you will. The song was written by Ovadia Hamama, an artist that we featured many, many times, Uh, beautiful, new, uh, going to be on an album that they are working on together called Shirat Haaretz. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel. Network. endorsing it. We're just playing cute little clips of uh old Israeli radio advertisements. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Uh, we just heard Modani from uh, God Elbaz, composed by Avadia Hamama, as we spoke about the uh, situation in Sydney, Australia, the terrorist that is holding hostages there now for about 15 hours. We all, of course, join in praying for their safety and for their release, and um, on the other hand, well, there's no on the other hand, and at the same time, I should say, we have to remember who we're dealing with, and let this continue to be yet another lesson to all those in the West. Hanok Daum is a Israeli satirist, he is very funny, and... Um, you know, Israelis deal with, uh, tragedy and difficulty very often with, uh, with humor. And so he posts, he posts today, well, what's this, what's this deal with the, with the terrorist in Sydney who's demanding an ISIS flag? I mean, man, if you're gonna carry out something like this, don't you think you should come equipped? <laughs> Get it before. Boy, not, can't be really serious. Alright, that's a moment of levity in a difficult situation, and in a similar vein, the Shin Bet, Israeli security forces, revealed today that during October and November they arrested several Palestinian Arabs on suspicion of planning to carry out a suicide bomb attack in the Tel Aviv region. They released that information today. The suspects include a woman from Janine, Yasmin Shaaban, and four residents of the Tulkarim area. The suspected terrorist, terror operatives were in touch with an operative from Gaza who helped instruct them on how to assemble explosives, according to the... They had a teacher in Gaza, you know, the... the, uh, And uh, for those who think that Israel might be better off security-wise leaving the areas of Yehudan, and Shamron. Remember cases like this, and there are so many of them, if the Israeli Shinbet would not be able to operate freely in the areas of Yehudah and Shamron in Janine, in Tulkarim and so forth, God forbid this suicide attack would terrorist attack would have taken place. And today, Prime Minister Netanyahu is um, Prime Minister Netanyahu is going to meet with John Kerry. And by the way, being that we're live, I should say we just got a report in that the uh, terrorist in Australia has been identified as um, someone who came to Australia from Iran. We'll see if there are more details uh, to report to you as they come in Prime Minister Netanyahu is traveling today to Rome to meet with Secretary of State Kerry, why? because the Palestinian Authority is going to submit a proposal to the UN Security Council for a um, The Palestinian states seeking statehood and in the past this wouldn't even be an issue because the United States would veto that kind of one-sided proposition it's happened before by the way, they've tried to use the UN before but now With the current administration in Washington, it is not a foregone conclusion, and the state of Israel has to go begging Secretary of State John Kerry, that the United States should veto the resolution. Now, I believe that they will veto the resolution at the end of the day. But this is how low the relationship between the United States and Israel under the current administration has sunk. That it is not a foregone conclusion that the U.S. will veto that Security Council resolution. A lot more to come. Here on the Israel Show, my name is Mayor Weingarten. We are on the Nahum Siegel Network, nachumsegel.com, and on Facebook. Please visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash theisraelshow, and give it a like if you haven't done so yet. We will be posting, as we do each and every week, links to the songs that we play during the show. And um, other news items, as we will continue to cover them in the next half hour or so. Ma Ima is celebrating a birthday tomorrow night, and she is listening in on our listen line. So this one is going out to her, Yom Huledet Sameach Ima, from me, and from all the listeners, I am sure they all join me in saying Yom Huledet Sameach, on the Israel Show, on the Nachum Siegel Network. (Supan)
1: ش رایتی خیل دا کتنا صخکت Ah
2: I'm going a go to the
1: hospital. I'm
0: I'm going and Rosa going out to my ima, celebrating a birthday tomorrow night, Yom Huletet Sameach. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Well, we have more details, as we mentioned just before. A Reuters is reporting that a source in uh, the Australian police force reveals that the terrorist is um, a Muslim who came to Australia from Iran and has a criminal past. His name is Manharon Munis. Uh, It's also reported that in the past he wrote hate letters to families of Australian soldiers who were killed in battle outside of Australia. Okay, so now I guess the obvious is becoming clearer Maybe some of the mainstream media will do us the big favor of not being so politically correct. I don't know. Stay tuned. This is your Show is sponsored by Nefesh B'Nefesh, an amazing organization. I will say it every week over and over again, and I could say it for years on end because it is just so true. An organization that has devoted itself entirely to making aliyah easier for every Jew for making Aliyah an agenda item. Which is so important. Just that it be on our agenda. I remember when I was growing up, people made Aliyah. They were looked at like a little funny. It wasn't, um it, it wasn't in. It wasn't cool. I mean, you know, then we're a little weird. No, not anymore. And Nefesh nefesh has a hand in that. Making Aliyah an in thing for Jews in America. They provide a loom with need-based financial aid, employment resources. They help you get through the government bureaucracy and more and more. So please visit their website, nbn.org.il. NBN, nefesh benefesh, nbn.org.il. Um, and there's lots of uh, stuff that they're doing in the upcoming weeks in the United States. to so check out their website to see when they'll be in your community and your neighborhood. The Israel Show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. And you are tuned to The Israel Show. My name is Meir Weingot, and we're on the Nahum Siegel Network and also heard on Arut Sheva English Radio. This song is going out to um, a very loyal listener who was unfortunately away for a year during... Um, personal bereavement period, and she's back. So welcome back. I don't know if you want us to say your name, so I'll just say welcome back, listener from New Jersey. This song is going out to you. (laughs)
2: usmai alma sheshli maulan al shirkolea vele solea shemis khutam anihaya
0: Moshe, with Todah, going out to our friends in New Jersey. Welcome back to the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We'll be posting during the day lots of stuff on our Facebook page. Uh, check it out and like it as we continue to march our way. We're trying to reach the 300 likes. So please... Tell your friends, neighbors, everybody who you think might be interested. Well, there's good news. There's good news. After all the craziness that's going on in the world. Do you remember this summer we spoke a lot about a young hero in Israel? His name is Eitan. And there's news about Eitan. In the summer we just knew him as Eitan. Now we know him in his full name, Eitan Fund. He is a true hero of Israel. This summer during the Gaza War, we on the Israel Show and many other places obviously covered in great detail Etan's story. Etan Fund is the young Givati officer who risked his life running into a Hamas tunnel attempting to save the life of his friend and fellow soldier Hadar Goldin, Golden Zichrono Livracha. And uh, while Etan was not successful in finding Hadar and saving his life, he was able to confirm Hadar's death, which was extremely important, both for Israel on a national level and for the family on a personal level. And that could not have happened had he not gone into those tunnels, risking his life, literally risking his life. He spent about half an hour, ultimately in the tunnels and at any moment Hamas terrorists could have shot him kidnapped him he was hailed as a hero and he is but he Eitan repeated over and over and over again I am not a hero I did what every soldier has to do and we played extensive clips from his amazing interview very moving interview uh back on August 11th on the Israel show if you want to go back and listen to it uh, it really is uh something that is inspiring you can uh, listen to it on the com website just go to the archives the Israel show and um, look for August 11th, we'll post a direct link to that show on uh, on our Facebook page a little later, last night that was the build up to the news, last night Eitan Fund got married Mazaltov and uh, it's somewhat eerie I gotta say that Eitan is the name of a hero of Operation Tsuk Etan. that was the name the Hebrew name of the war this uh, summer and it's even eerier that this hero who risked his life to save his friend Hadar Golden married a wonderful young woman whose name happens to be Hadara. Wow. We will post, not only the link to the August 11th show, but we will post a beautiful, heartwarming picture of the Chatan and Kala yesterday at their wedding. We'll post it on our Facebook page. I mean, all of Am Yisrael really can, can, as they say, Shep Nachas. We wish Mazaltov to Eitan and Hadara. May they be blessed with brachot ad bili dai. V'yiskul l'vnot b'ait ne'eman bi'Israel uve'eretz Israel. My name is Mayor Weingarten. and you are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
3: Halayla, him come, Vehiku, Ola, Kivne, Adam, El El ha midba elama sher lo ya khash shef bana wala yaskil leza nrs mi sheb haram po meti nitu ledu nrs m le tabura shurim banaha batuvava machi a layla veré visto te nuach shara araba ilamet taratina azrush al asher im shahar locha El eretzim el teva, el hakaromel vehamidbar el am el lo yecheshe shet banana lo yafkir lezar el eretzim shemoteva noshot al I'm a Shehiftsiya shaha ba'ofel, uchilets rimun putor- lehatsi el Shashem Kavshah, Ushakara Shma Israel, Al Al usha, al bevet edyou al
0: Yehoram Gaon, see the new version, a song about heroes of Israel that we dedicate to a hero of Israel, Mazaltov to Eitan and Hadara Fund, who got married last night. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. Wow. just so much going on. We haven't gotten to the elections. Oh my gosh, the elections in Israel. Let me tell you. I I don't know what to say. Lunacy ensues. I mean, the the craziness of Israeli politics is uh, in full bloom and in all its glory. What's happening now is that the uh, various politicians are trying to get themselves ready for the upcoming elections which are going to take place in March. Now, what happened since the last elections is that the Knesset passed a law. In effect, without going into all the details, in effect, the law says that really small parties are never going to make it. That means if your party doesn't get enough votes to allow you four seats in the Knesset, then you don't get in the idea was to try and make the Israeli political system a little more stable and less reliant on tiny little parties. And so, people who are part of small little parties, who clearly would never get enough votes to pass that threshold, are trying to figure out how they can preserve their political life. The best example is Tzipi Livni wow she's a political piece of work politically i mean she's a good person she um, spent a good part of her life working in the mossad and doing great things for for the state of israel but as a politician well first of all she she basically started out in the likud she was a right winger she comes from a very strong um, right wing home, a chayrut home. Her parents were both members of the Etzel, the, um, underground led by Menachem Begin before 1948. And, um, I think her father's name was Eitan Livni, if I'm not mistaken. And she grew up as, as they would say, a very strong advocate of, uh, of the right wing. Then, when Ariel Sharon uh, started making his move to the left and started the party called Kadima, she jumped ship and joined him. Okay? And then, when Kadima basically fell apart, she started her own party. She called it Hat Noah, the movement. And in the last election, she got, what was it, six seats? Four or six seats, I don't remember. And she was the first to join the Netanyahu government, the first. Before the Baye Yehudi and before Yeh Shatid, she joined, she got a good job. I believe she was Minister of Justice, and she was promised to be the head of the negotiations with the uh, Palestinian Arabs because now she is gung-ho, Mrs., we need to have a Palestinian state. So she's gone quite a ways. Well, she realizes now that this party that she has ain't going to make it in the next election because, quite frankly... I think most people see her as rather pathetic, trying to sort of force upon Israel and the Palestinians some sort of agreement when there's no one on the other side who wants to make an agreement. And most Israelis don't believe there can be an agreement. And so now she has to find a new political home for this elections. and, oh, the media in Israel are celebrating as if this was some amazing event that's going to save the world. Yes, redemption has come. She's joined with the Labor Party. Oh my gosh. And reached an agreement with the head of the Labor Party, Bougie Herzog, Yitzhak Herzog, who we mentioned last week as a rather lackluster leader. She's joined with him in an agreement that if they end up being the largest party and putting together the next government, They will have a rotation agreement, meaning Mr. Herzog will will be prime minister for the first two years, and Sippy Livni will be prime minister for the next two years. Now, that assumes, of course, A, that they'll get enough votes. Unlikely. B, even if they do and they put together a government, also unlikely, that it will last for more than two or two and a half years, is very unlikely. So the whole thing is really just yet more political cynicism, uh, hypocrisy, I don't know. But the media, of course, is playing it up as if this was the most amazing event. In other news, the Shas party, which until recently was the second or third largest party and still had its strengthened in the last election, but now with the death last year of Rav Ovadir Yosef, its leader, the Shas party has officially split Eli Yishai, who headed the Shas party for 14 years while Aryeh Derry sat in jail for crimes of corruption, and then later when Derry was not allowed to return to political life because of his previous crimes, Eli Yishai was ousted when Aryeh Deri returned to political life, has decided that he can't deal with it anymore, and he's going to start his own party. I don't know where that's going, but he might be joined by another split-off, yes. Get dizzy as this continues. The Bayit HaYehudi, the former Mafdal, the party headed by uh, Naftali Bennett, now has a splinter. Yoni Shetbaum, Decided to leave the bite Yehudi, and the rumor is that he will join Eli Yishai in some new party yet to be named. Oh, there's so much, but we don't have time. We'll continue next week. We're going to end off... What are we ending off? We're ending off with a great song. Gihiep Pam Tov. One day, things will work out. Everything will be good. By Yigal Bashan. That goes back a ways. It's from the... Um, Best of the Israeli music festivals. This goes back to the Israeli Music Festival of nineteen seventy four. And we're gonna end off with that. And and we remind you next week we're gonna have a great Hanukkah show. We'll bring you special special Hanukkah music, brand new Hanukkah song. I know uh Nachum played it this morning, um on JM in the AM by uh, Dudu Fisher, a Ma's interesting uh, version that just came out. We'll share that with you next week. Other Hanukkah songs. And we'll try and uh, help you keep your head about the Israeli elections and what is going on. I, I have in my head this um, idea of doing a um, somewhat of, of a primer I think it's called to explain the Israeli electoral system which um it's hard for many people to follow. So I'm, I'm working on that, and hopefully we'll have that for you in the coming weeks. Um, as I said, we'll end off with Ye Pa'am Tov, Someday Things, Everything Will Be Great by Yigal Bashan. Not that things aren't good now. Uh, not before we say thank you to all of you for listening, for tuning in. Thank you for your Facebook likes and comments. Keep going to the Facebook page, looking, liking, doing, commenting, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network and my very special thanks, as always. To Nachum Siegel, keep it tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network all day for the great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, following J.M. in the A.M. This is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last; they're just running in a different race.
1: Then <that> the you're